Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we were in Matthew in chapter 26, verse 41. Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. And uh, it says the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Many times when we think of temptation, we think of <clears throat> of those moral sins and, and, and people can easily sometimes identify things like that. But how about those things that are not readily visible to us? How about the temptation to want to doubt God or the temptation of unbelief? How about the temptation to abandon God? Just even in our thoughts, uh, because we'll come up with thoughts that are either shot by the enemy into our mind or uh, we ourselves already have a presumption of these things that, well, you know, uh, God's not going to answer my prayer. Uh, God's not faithful. It's not true what his word says. That That is and those are temptations to want to doubt uh, God? Or how about the inability to want to forgive? Uh, the hurt and the pain has been so much from the past, and it seems to just gnaw at us on the inside, but yet somehow or another we're still tempted to not want to forgive and to let it go. Or let's say the temptation of just simply not wanting to trust God and believe that he really will supply uh, our needs or help us in time of need by just simply believing that God said, Give and it shall be given, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom, for with the same measure that you give, it shall be given unto you. The temptation to want to outsmart God and say, well, I really don't need his help. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it in my strength, in my own ability. I'm educated. I've got uh, a lot of kemosabi uh, experience in my life. And there's a temptation to want to do things in our own strength. See, even though these things may not be like the sins of uh, murder and lying and stealing and killing and all of these things, Yet, these things are temptations in our life. And maybe if we're not clearly aware of what these things are, we succumb to them. And in succumbing to them, uh, we wind up then failing. So what does Jesus do even when his hour of going to the cross is getting closer and his disciples that have been with him for these three years and plus months uh, are tired. They've had the Passover. Uh, it's late at night. Jesus is praying late at night in the garden. And for them, it's just uh, uh, something that they just cannot stay up with. It's, it, you know, they're tired and, and mentally and even maybe physically uh, fatigued. And their body says, just go to sleep, just rest, just rest, just rest. And uh, even though their spirit, from the words that had been spoken by Jesus, may be willing, the flesh cannot find how to. Why? 
Because that's what it says in Romans in chapter 8, in verse number 3. It says that when the flesh, uh, because it could not overcome, because it, it did not have the ability within itself to accomplish or doing, do anything, God sent His Son in the likeness of our flesh in, in, in a human body so that He could teach us that, yes, you can overcome. The power of the Holy Spirit is an overcoming power. This is what it says. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but walk after the Spirit. There's the key to the believer's life, walking after the Spirit, not walking after the flesh. Walking after the Spirit will always parallel what is written in the Word of God. So you do not go wrong, and the Holy Spirit will never lead you to error or to wrong, because He is the Spirit of truth. And when He has come, the Bible says that He will lead us to all truth and even show us things to come in our life. So when it comes to temptation... Uh, not only did God make a way that uh, we can escape it, but he's made the provision of the power. Of course, in trusting him, he will both enable us to have the ability and the want to. Not, not, not only do I have the strength to do it, but I have the willingness to do it. He injects and infuses in us by and His precious Holy Spirit and Word infuses into us the capability to be able to overcome. See, we don't overcome in our strength, but yet, as I said, many are tempted to try to do it in their own strength. We don't become overcomers because of where we were born or or who we were born as, or <clears throat> if we were born, as they say, on this side of the tracks or the other side of the tracks, we overcome because of greater is he that is in you, that is in me, that is in us, than he that is in the world. The devil is the tempter. We're shown in the very beginning in Matthew, Mark, and Luke how he came and he tempted Jesus. We saw in Genesis, in chapter uh, number 3, uh, how Eve was tempted by the serpent. We see in Revelation 12 how he is the accuser of the brethren, and he has been going about doing these things. Of course, he does the same thing to Job in chapter 1 and chapter 2, not only tempting but accusing him. Tempting him to deny God and to curse God, yet he did not fail to do that. And once again, as I say, many times we focus on, I'm going to use the, the, the Ten Commandments of 
of temptation, uh, the temptation to use the name of God in vain or the temptation to uh, uh, take on other gods before him and worship and bow down before them, even though they may not be in the form of an idol as far as a physical statue. But yet there's always the enemy tempting. Therefore, we must always be ready to resist. Resistance is not an option. It is necessary. Anything and everything in the physical body that ever develops and grows and matures in order to develop a good immune system that is resistant to uh, different viruses and diseases and things like that, then the body has got to be able to have these things come in a certain fashion or form in order to develop the immunity and resist. In order to develop muscles, uh, they must have resistance. And that's why weightlifters and runners and uh, people that exercise, the muscles are pulled and stretched. And many times there's those little tears that take place. So what does the muscle do? It repairs itself. And after time and time and time and time and time of doing it over and over and over, the muscle gets built up. But it got built up through the process of resistance. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. But it also says, submit yourselves under the mighty hand of God. And God gives grace to those that humble themselves, but he resists the proud there's also the temptation to be proud because one may think or believe that he or she has the right religion. Yet that religion can be nothing but legalism in their lives. And the Bible basically says anybody that continues to live or lives in legalism by the works of the law has fallen from grace. So, Identifying the works of the enemy in our lives, identifying the works of the enemy uh, and assaults upon our mind, and identifying the works of the enemy working in the lives of others, especially loved ones, the family, the home, is essential because then that means we know where to take the battle to, where to take the war to. Uh, and if it's, it, instead of it just being a defensive thing, we make it an offensive thing and we invade the enemy's territory. In order to take possession of Canaan, uh, the Israelites had to go into Canaan. They couldn't possess it right by standing and looking from the other side of the River Jordan and just believing and thinking, oh, I confess that, you know, the land is ours. No, they literally physically had to go in there and possess it. We literally and physically have to bow our knees, confess with our tongue, believe with our heart that the power that is in the name of Jesus is enough to bring down the power of the enemy that may be ruling at that time over people's lives. And then, of course, we also learn uh, from the scripture in uh, Romans chapter 6 that even sin will not have dominion over you. Why? Because the power of the new birth, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the name of Jesus 
is more than sufficient. That power of a new life, the spirit of life uh, uh, in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination today. May the Lord really bless you and enrich your day as you watch out and be willing to take on an enemy that has been defeated already in the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.